This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello, and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Thursday, April 7th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew Dewaskin. Matt, how are you doing? Uh, it's, it's cold and wet here in Chicago. So, yeah. You, yeah. They uh, ready to host some baseball games there pretty soon? Uh, absolutely. Uh, the White Sox are opening on Friday, and the weather and the weather report is like absolutely miserable. I, I've never yeah. seen, I've never seen this before where it had it had four things listed. It was like snow, rain, wind, cold. I've never yeah. seen four things listed in one it's day. Not going to be great, I don't think. But yeah, you know, uh, you know, typically it's you know like like partly sunny, partly uh, cloudy. Yeah, you know. Um, I, then again, I, I suppose partly sunny and partly cloudy are the same thing, aren't they? I suppose so. It's a glass half empty, half full thing for you, exactly. I suppose. I, I never thought about that before until just this second. Either way, are you tempted to go? Are you going to wait till later in the I, month? You you could not pay me to sit in sub 40 degree weather in U.S. Hollywood Field. Yeah, at the cell. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. Your sponsor, I, I am going on Saturday to Milwaukee where they have a, a nice roof on the stadium. Yeah. It might be colder, but they're going to close the roof. The stadium will be just they're fine. Close too. the roof. <laughs> Yeah, uh, exactly. It'll be much better there. If, if um, the roof's open, I'm going to turn right around and go home. Yeah. Uh, I have a question for you. Sure. Talking about the season. Um, will the San Diego Padres score a run in 2016? Yes, of oh, course. Wow. That's a yes, three course. games in. They came close on Wednesday. But, oh boy. It's it's that's it's, it's, it's like, it's a stupid question. Yeah, well, it's. I don't mean it literally. Uh, you you asked me, will they score a run? Yes, of course they yes. score a run. They will. It was not on Wednesday, though. Oh my goodness! This, I like. I like making fun of bad teams, and I have friends who like the Padres, and it's fun to joke about how they're bad. But eventually, start to feel bad. Like I don't. I don't know. I'm still laughing about it, but I don't know. We'll see. Endure um, four years of Robin Ventura as a manager, and then tell me, you know, how fun it is. <laughs> that's true. Uh, was there anything from Wednesday that stuck out to you that you want to talk about? Do, do we want to talk about the <laughs> one of the oddest home run calls I've ever heard? Yes, of course. Okay, so my, I was watching my beloved White Sox play the Oakland A's. Sure. Uh, Mark Canna hit a home run off Carlos Rodon. Yes, but as as, as the ball came off his bat, Hawk clearly sta- clearly announced can of corn. Sure. And and I was kind of surprised because, you know, usually, you know, if it's a can of corn, you see an outfielder running in to catch the ball. Yes. Uh, not Ad- happening. Adam Eaton was not running in to catch the ball. He was turning he had his back. Tur- you know, he was looking up at the uh, at the stands. Yes. So then there's, there's like a three second pause. And then Hawk just kind of says out of here. That's his call for opposing hitters hitting oh, home runs against the White Sox. His calls typically. for opposing hitters are usually silence anyway. Yes. So you know, the fact that he acknowledged it was impressive, but just the fact that we went from Canicorn out of here. That's, I mean, he's not even calling home games anymore, right? Thank God. No, we get, we get, we got to break this here. Yeah. He's easing out a little bit. That'll be a sad day when Hawk Harrelson is not broadcasting baseball games anymore. I I get to enjoy him because I don't have to listen to him for my favorite team all the time. But I get why White Sox fans can't. can't. The oddest, like it was the oddest attempt at the story I've ever heard. 
it was it, something that to do with Eddie Lopat and Ted Williams, and he he couldn't say half of what Eddie Lopat said to Ted Williams. We just said blank blank, and okay, it, it was he likes to do that too. Blank blank, the dogs don't run. Blank blank, I was I'm not gonna I was lost. Yeah, that sounds right. I heard he had opinions to say about statistics and what else is new. Oh, what else is new? Yeah, yeah I, I've kind of wanted to tune that out. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I wanted to also talk about my brilliant Carlos Correa Eugenio Suarez prediction, which is going awesome so far. Is it? That I said that uh, he, sarcastically awesome. It's going very poorly. Oh. I said this was a bold prediction, so I was intending to say something possible but crazy. Uh, that Eugenio Suarez would hit more home runs than Carlos Correa. And Carlos had two more on Wednesday. So not off to a good start in that race. And how many uh, did Eugenio have? I don't think he has any. Oh. Uh, and oh. I think that's three for Carlos. So, But Norris looked look competent. Yeah, you can have him. You go ahead. Thank you. I, yeah. Uh, Juan Nicasio looked awesome. Of course. Of course. Pirates magic. I'm, I'm, you're, I'm giving you the Hawk Harrelson treatment here. Yeah, silence to it. I don't know. <sighs> okay, well, we are going to look at games for Thursday, the 7th, which is a weird little slate. We got some good feedback about how we need to help define the slates a little bit differently, just in terms of afternoon and evening, because yeah. Yeah, we'll they're usually yeah. split up. And Cause it, that's cause a good it, call. Cause it, that, that's right. You know, they, they do have you know different games for different times. And we, mm-hmm. something- it depends on the format you play, but some of them are definitely different. And we look at Thursday, there's this one weird 1235 game in the afternoon, which probably is not going to fill uh, any other slates. Uh, the Phillies I- are going to Cincinnati. Charlie Morton, our boy, is pitching for the Phillies. And he gets, I believe it's Robert Stevenson. That's correct. Uh, yeah, in Cincinnati. Is he, and- is he a famous author? Uh, I don't know. He's pitching for the Reds, though. Oh. Um, and uh, you could pick some lefties against Morton. That's where he struggles. But again, I don't think this is really going to fit your DFS slates. But that's kind of what I took away from it. Both the bullpens are really bad. Uh, yeah, and the Reds lefties, Votto and Bruce, is what I like. I don't know about picking against Stevenson, though. I don't know who I love in that Phillies lineup. Michael Franco, I guess. But that's not any special insight. Um, is there anything you take away from this, or should we just look at these evening games? I, I think Troy Votto. Like if if you're playing a game that you know this 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 you know the early game is is, is a part of, I would mm-hmm. I would bet heavily on Joey Votto. Yeah, that's that's the takeaway there, and I'm not yeah. really trusting any of those pitchers right now. The bullpens again are so bad, and they keep proving it already. They're already a mess in the first week. Okay, let's look at uh, catcher, and let's look at the rest of the games for the most part. Matt, what are you thinking for catcher for Thursday? Oh, for catcher, I'm well. I'm starting with Stephen Vogt versus Matt Latos. Yeah, I was going to ask about this matchup. Yeah, How do you feel about Matt Latos, the White Sox? I, I think the White Sox signed Miguel Gonzalez for a reason. Yeah, insurance. I mean, I like it as a buy low, just in terms of he could be fine. He could also be a mess. You There's, know. No, like, he, he looked awful all spring. Okay. It's inter- I'm not going to be shocked if he's bad, but yeah. So you believe in Steven Vogt. I, do. I don't blame you. I wrote that down and stuff on my list too. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Latos is okay this year, but I'm not avoiding going against him. Yeah. Um, who else do you like? Well, in, in the obvious department, Buster Posey versus Alex Wood. Yeah. Uh, Alex Wood's really interesting. I kind of like Alex Wood this year. Yeah. But 
he does have his struggles with righties and yeah. the Giants. I don't know. This one's interesting because it's in San Francisco. Yeah. But yeah, if you want to pay for Posey, he's getting a lefty. I think he'd do just fine. Yeah, I, um, I, I, again, you're, you're paying full price there, but I think it, it could be worth it. I'm, I'm sure, for sure. Um, do you like, we talked about um, uh, for Wednesday, but do you like Jason Castro or Brian McCann facing off against Mike Fires and Nate Eovaldi? Not, not really, and that kind of came to, to, to bite me on Wednesday because McCann had a decent day. Yeah. Um. Fires, if, if my memory serves, and I believe it does, he does does well against lefties, poor against righties. He's got he's got one of the reverse split things going with, with his with the way it's it's barely reverse. Yeah, basically he doesn't have considerable splits. Is, yeah. is what I looked at today. He's like equally me- mediocre against both. Yeah, enough that I wouldn't worry about it. So my opinion was, if you're looking at the Yankees lineup, kind of take whoever you like uh, in that one, and I get to a few of them later too. But um, I'm not worried about matchup as much with Fires, other than I'm not that worried about him. So, and and their bullpen's a little taxed considering they gave up 16 runs today. Matching, so. matching up against Fires is is you know always kind of intriguing to me, just because he he tends to pitch more up in the zone, and the, yeah. those pitches tend to go a long, long way, especially in parks like Yankee Stadium. Yeah. So Brian McCann could be fine. Um, what about Jason Castro getting Nate Eovaldi? Eovaldi has his troubles with left-handed batters. And so is Jason Castro. I don't. <laughs> yeah, he's not exciting, but I think he'd be fine. Um, who else do you like at catcher? I kind of like if Miguel Montero gets in the lineup against Ruby De La Rosa. I kind of like that. I do too. Ruby De La Rosa is a popular sleeper here at Fangraphs. Um, I know Eno loves him, I and I understand he could definitely iron things out. But boy, did he have trouble with lefties last year. So I wrote down Montero, also Kyle Schwarber. Uh, if he's the catcher eligible yeah, or wherever he gets in. Yeah, if he's still Either of those left-handed guys could do bad things in the desert to Ruby, I feel like. Yeah, I, I've got a lot of Cubs lefties versus uh, versus Ruby penciled in. Yeah, um, that'd be fine. The only other catcher name I had, if you want, you can take Matt Wieters against Phil Hughes. Matt Wieters kind of prefers lefties, but I'm not that scared of Phil Hughes or the Twins bullpen, are you? I, I'm not that scared of Matt Wieters. I think that's... You know, that, that whole thing's kind of over, right? They're not printing T-shirts with him anymore, are they? He's been a flawed player, but there's potential. But yeah, yeah. Is, isn't he like almost 30? Uh, I don't think he's that old yet. I can look real quick. I don't I don't think that he's that old, but he's just been really hurt for a while, and that's really slowed him down quite a bit. Uh, he's 29, so yeah. Yeah, he, so he's, he's, he's almost 30. I mean, at what point does he stop being potential and just be a mediocre career? It might be true. I don't know. Uh He's been good at times, but yeah, he's been injured and catchers are tough. And oh, just, I know what you mean. Just, um, it's Phil Hughes, though. I'm mostly picking against Phil Hughes. Right. Yeah. Um, any other catchers for you? No. Okay. How about first base? What are you thinking? Uh, for, you know, the obvious play, Anthony uh, Anthony Rizzo versus Rubio Rosa. That again, like I said, Cub. I've got a lot of Cubs penciled in against him. Sure. It's just kind of the obvious play. You know, it, you're, you're going to pay through the nose for it, but it's absolutely worth it on a day like today. At least it could be. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. He's I, on my list. I, I've got a bit of an under the radar play for you. Oh, okay, that's always good. If, if Derek Collins getting started against Los Angeles, uh huh, I kind of like some righty on lefty action against Derek Collins with CJ Cron and Albert Pujols. Yeah, they would both be fine. I feel like I, I wrote them both down. Pujols is not you know a superstar anymore, but he definitely has the power, and he hits behind Mike Trout. You know, I, I think there's you know. 
especially against a lefty, I would agree. He yeah. kind of had a weird season last year of not getting on base that much, but just swinging for the fences and hitting a bunch of home runs. Yeah. And in DFS, that you know can be helpful depending on the price. So ask anyone who picked Steven Sosa, you know, today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who else do you like at first base? Uh, we mentioned Joey Votto. That, that was I. My, my list was actually I. I kind of struggled with first base. And it's really unusual for me. All right. Yeah. Well, I liked Rizzo for sure, and I had Pujols. Um, we mentioned a take whoever you want against Mike Fires. Um, I like Mark Deshera. He hit a home run on Wednesday. Uh, I've always liked Mark Deshera just fine. He has his flaws. He's not the superstar he was, but still has power. Hasn't stopped hitting for power. Still has a good park. Still has a good lineup. Uh, it's not going to surprise anybody if, you know, he takes Mike Fires deep or gets some RPIs there. Um, also, how did you miss your boy, Justin Bohr, getting Tanner Roark? Because Tanner Roark it's, struggles it's, with lefties. You're right. That's yeah. be an obvious one for me. Yeah. yeah. Tanner Roark uh, does not like lefties. Has had success as a starter for sure. Um, but his weakness seems to be left-handed batters. And that could be, you know, big things for Justin Bohr. I like that. Um you can take Adrian Gonzalez getting Jake Peavy. Nothing wrong with that. Jake Peavy is fine at this point in his career, and Adrian Easy. Gonzalez is also fine. It's a boring matchup, but that should be fine, right? I think I, I kind of feel like we've seen this matchup like 800 times in the course of their careers. Sure, but it's not one to avoid. By no, means. Not, not in the least, no. And then I wrote Chris Davis and Pedro Alvarez getting Phil Hughes, just lefty on righty and fly ball guy, and hoping they can do something. Um Maybe we haven't seen a whole ton from him yet, but uh, my last name, Byung Ho Park, getting uh, Ubaldo Jimenez, and I don't that, think where that's. I going. like that a lot. I it, it kind of makes sense that I missed him because I was going through last year's stats and I was doing this, but that's actually a really nice pick. That's a really nice yeah. value play. Byung Ho Park getting Ubaldo Jimenez. You know, there's they're both kind of question marks for different reasons, but I, I could see something there I, for sure. I, I, I've seen Park hold his own. I, I, I I'm not as, as concerned as. I'm not concerned. I just don't know what I'm getting. That's fair. But I feel like I don't know what I'm getting from Ubaldo Jimenez, but I know that a lot of the results are bad. <laughs> Could be a lot of things. There's a lot of doors, but many of them are bad. So uh, that's good for Bianco Park. So if you're feeling lucky, I don't think that's a bad take there at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about second base? Uh, I didn't love a lot of options there. What I, are you thinking? I found three that I was com- reasonably comfortable with. Okay. Uh, I started with, I think it's an obvious D Gordon day, believe it or not. We talked about this the other yes. day. I think versus Tanner Roark, I think it is an obvious day. Yes, I had that for sure. I like that a lot. Again, uh, Roark struggles with lefties, and that's a good thing for it's D Gordon. It's not to say he struggles with lefties. It's that he's right-handed. Yes. So it, it'll be a little bit easier for D Gordon to get the big lead against the righty. Yeah. Oh, that too. Both of them. It's a, yeah. We were talking the other day about when is D Gordon really, you know, one of these speed guys really good for big and this is yeah. it. This uh, is one of those days. Yeah. This is, this is yeah. absolutely one of those days. Yeah. Who else do you like? I worked on Ben Zorbers, Ben Zorbers versus Ruby De La Rosa. Okay. I'm all right with that. Yeah. Uh, and I have Danny Espinosa versus Adam Conley. I mean, okay. I, I want to preface, I am a big Adam Conley fan. I, I believe in the skill set there, kind of like, uh, Anthony Descafani, or who, who's the other guy we really believed in last year? Chase Anderson. How could I forget? Yes, always Chase Anderson. But yes, always, yeah, now and forever. So <laughs> I, 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 I kind of feel like you know he, he's of of that that vein of pitcher where I, I'm kind of curious what his results are going to be. Sure, but not so much that you won't take Espinosa against him. I'm if Espinosa sneaks in the lineup I, and I needed a cheap option in second base, I would absolutely put him in there. Yeah, I don't mind Espinosa either. He has some power and some speed, and he's had his struggles at the plate, but there's power and speed there for sure. 
Um, I wrote Jed Lowry getting Matt Latos. I had him at third base. That's not fair. Okay, wherever he fits, because he definitely plays around. But wherever you can get Jed Lowry in. Uh, when we talk about third baseman? Uh, what's that? We get to my Jed Lowry bit when I get, when we get yes. to third base. Right. Or do you want to talk put, about it? Put that? a little mark next to Jed Lowry. We'll get there. Um, I also had Jason Kipnis getting Joe Kelly. I imagine you're fine with that. Absolutely, yeah. It's, it's going to be expensive, but you know, so is D Gordon, so whatever. Yeah, it's he'll it's Joe Kelly. I want Joe Kelly to be good. I want him to figure it out. But yeah, I, there's it's kind of like Ubaldo, where like you haven't shown it, and a lot of it's been bad so far. So go nuts. Um, the um, last one I had is Jonathan Scope getting Phil Hughes because putting it in the air and all that power and throwing a lot of strikes, I could see him connecting with one, couldn't you? Yeah. Uh, any other second baseman for you? That's all I had. Okay. There's plenty of options there. How about third base? We'll get to it now. Jed Lowry at third base. What's up? Okay. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but in his career, he's five for eight against Matt Latos. Okay. So usually we wouldn't care about this. No, no, no. But Guess how many home runs he's hit? Four. Two. It's still a fair amount. Yes, it is. Yeah. Small sample size, but if in, you want to bet against the White Sox. Incredibly small sample size. I, I want to bet against Matt Latos more than the White Sox. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I've heard somebody say the other day that Brett Lowry was the perfect White Sox. And I'm like that, plus Matt Latos, just filling in that A.J. Prusinski role of unlikable white guys, I feel like. I, I think Matt I, Latos is it, for, supposed for, to not be the nicest dude. The the current iteration of the White Sox, Adam Eaton, is is probably the the perfect white the representative white Sox player why people don't mislike or dislike uh adam eaton it's not being disliked it's that he's you know he, he makes a lot of like bonehead decisions in the field there's you know question uh, question really questionable base running really questionable I'm, routes in the outfield i'm thinking about persona and i'm thinking about aj Przinski and just being kind of hateable I, I feel I, like I, I loved aj when he was in the white Sox uniform i thought he was fantastic so. Yeah, because he was on your team, but everybody else, it's like Dustin Pedroia, like everyone just like, oh, that guy, you know, and unless you're a Red Sox fan, I don't know. But Latos and Lowry are not supposed to be the most likable dudes. And I just kind of, I don't know. It's funny to me. Maybe I'm building this up in my head. Yeah, thank you. But uh, yeah. All right. Um, So you like Jed Lowry to beat up Matt Latos on this small sample size. Also because Jed Lowry's fine and Matt Latos might very well still be really bad. Uh, where else are you thinking at third base? I'm looking hard at Martin Prado versus Tanner Roark. Again, I like that. Okay. Martin Prado, huh? Big shout out there. Yeah. Okay. You can't be that excited, I assume. Um, I've, I've never really liked Martin Prado all that much. I think, you know, he doesn't really hit for power. He doesn't really steal bases. He's just got, yeah. you know, empty batting average and a few RBIs. But in DFS, when he has a, a tasty matchup like Roark, yeah, I'm fine with it. Yeah, Roark does have that weakness, and that's a good way to take care of it. Um, do you have Luis Falbuena getting Nathan Eovaldi? I didn't know. I probably should. Eovaldi can't handle those lefties, and it's Yankee Stadium. It is totally a Luis Falbuena day. Yeah, you're correct, 100%. Make sure he gets in that lineup. He doesn't always, but there's no reason he shouldn't, and that would be good for sure. Um, I also had Anthony Rendon getting Conley. Just righty on lefty there. I think that would be fine for him. I like Rendon when he's in the lineup. I mean, he's usually in the lineup just when he's healthy. Uh, do you like that at all? I like it fine. I think I, I think I'd, I'd, I'd rather have Lowry if I had a choice between the two, honestly. Okay. And what else are you thinking at third base? Uh, Adrian Beltre versus Hector Santiago. Righty on lefty for Adrian. I agree. 
I'm there with you. Sure. I like Hector Santiago fine, but he is left-handed and he could, he could do well. Um, anybody else? No, it's, it's the extent of my list. My last two were Matt Duffy getting Alex Wood. That's righty on lefty, even though Matt Duffy didn't necessarily pound on lefties, but I think he'd be fine there. Maybe Alex Wood's weakness is more important than Matt Duffy's Matt potential strength. Matt Duffy's this season. Uh, Matt Duffy's going to be fine. He's going to be just fine. Yeah. Uh, last one, if you want to pay full price, Manny Machado getting Phil Hughes. That's righty on righty, but again, it's a pitch-to-contact-ish guy. And uh, it's going to throw strikes, and he's going to give up fly balls. And if you're hoping Manny Machado can hit one out, I I think that's a fine matchup for him. That pick makes a bit of sense. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Shortstop. Anybody jump out for you at shortstop? Uh, Francisco Lindor now and forever versus Joe Kelly. Yeah, that's probably my favorite pick. Uh, I don't love it, but I didn't see a lot else that I really loved. Yeah, Uh, I I wrote down two of their names, and they're just kind of like guys I shrug at. Yeah. There's nothing not to like about Lindor against Joe Kelly, though. He'll be just fine. Uh, it's Again, I, I agree what you said the other day, that Lindor is going to be pretty useful most days. Yeah, he, he's going to be like our, 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 our like, like last year, like Johnny Peralta. We couldn't go a show without mentioning him. Yes, and it might be Lindor this year. You're yeah, right. I, that might be true. It could very well be Lindor this year. Yeah. Okay. Would you ever pick, he hit a home run the other day, Jimmy Rollins getting Kendall Graveman. He, there's some power and speed there. I'm not saying I want him being the shortstop for my team, but there was at one point power and speed there. He's still doing it, man. I I mean, he might on base 300. I get that, lucky, and I don't uh, think he's going to play great shortstop. But be lucky to do that. He really would. <laughs> I think he's a better fantasy player than real life player. That's all. Still runs a bit. Could still have a little bit of pop. Um, I think it's a cheap option with a decent floor. It's Kendall Graveman. Are you worried about Kendall Graveman? I'm worried more about Jimmy Rollins. That's fair. It's not a high upside pick, but I'm okay with it. Uh, well, Jimmy if, Rollins. I, if I'm looking elsewhere at shortstop, I, I'm kind of curious about Eduardo Escobar versus Ubaldo. Okay. Picking on Ubaldo, I'm fine with that. Eduardo Escobar, he's a switch hitter. who He did okay versus right hand righties. It's more of a bet against Ubaldo than anything else. And I, I sure. kind of like Eduardo Escobar. I think there's some versatility there. Sure. I, mean, I, I don't about a ton against righties last year. Yeah, it's fine. It's Ubaldo. That's fine. Um, I also had Corey Seager against Jake Peavy. Why not, right? Yeah, why not? Corey Seager would be good. And then uh, Ian Desmond might be an outfielder because that's where he's playing. But, you know, uh, could be a shortstop depending on where you're playing. It's uh, Hector Santiago. It's righty on lefty. I said before, I did not give up on Ian Desmond after last year. Obviously, his potential's down a bit. There's still power there. There's still speed there. Mm. It's a fine lineup, and I could see him beating up on the Angels or the Angels' bullpen. So, I like that. Speaking of Texas, I I wrote down Elvis Andrews, but I don't believe in it. I remember when he was like a mid-round fantasy pick. Yes, I think I drafted him one year. Yeah, no thanks. There's not much going there except the speed. And you're hoping he hits well and he doesn't like it's like a I mean, is he a poor man's D Gordon? He's not even that fast. I, mean, I don't know. No, I, I think no, 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 not, not even close. Not yeah. Thing. Well, well, a really poor man's D Gordon, a bankrupt man's D Gordon. I don't know how to compare. I don't, I don't know how to make that comparison because you know, D Gordon, he does a better job of getting on base, doesn't he? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Elvis Andrews. Good defense can run a bit, and there you go. That's I don't know. Yeah, no, I, D D Gordon is a much better player than he's right-handed, and he'll get a lefty if you want to go with Elvis Andrews. Fine, but why not 
try and look for some upsides. I mean, would you rather have Jimmy Rollins or uh, or Elvis Andrews in DFS tomorrow? And, and death isn't an option. I, I, Jimmy Rollins might connect on one, man. And Elvis Andrews might. No, 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 thanks. Um, okay, let's get to the. Okay, Dylan. Yeah. If, if I'm rooting for a Jimmy Rollins home run to save my DFS day, I think it's time to stop playing DFS. He just hit one the other day. I realize that's anecdotal, not helpful, but I mean, last year he had 13 homers and 12 steals. That's, you could do a lot worse than that. Well, the White Sox, I think the White Sox did a lot worse than that last year at shortstop. <laughs> yes, they did. I'm so I'm saying, man. He, I mean, he did have a 285 on base percentage last year. Uh, 13 homers and 12 steals. In fantasy, I think Jimmy Rollins is a better fantasy player than real life. If you got 13 and 12 out of your shortstop, you could deal. It's not great, but you could deal. Um, man, what a ringing endorsement for Jimmy Rollins. Yeah. Uh, okay. Outfield. What's sticking out to you in the outfield? What's sticking out to me in the outfield? Well, first off, it is a Mike Trout day versus Derek Holland. It is officially a Mike Trout day. No other day is Mike Trout viable but right now. Yep. Uh, no, I agree. I like him getting getting the Rangers, I, getting I Derek think Holland. The obvious, obvious pick out of the way so then we can get weird with some of the other otter matchups. Oh, sure. Absolutely. No, I'm I'm in for Mike Trout. If you want to pick him as your first outfielder, I don't think you're nuts if you're, at all. If you, if you want to punk down for Trouty, you know, it, it it's it's the, the the matchup is correct for him. For I him. don't think you'd be nuts to take uh, Bryce Harper either. Getting Conley, uh, yeah, you like Conley a little more. I'm I'm not worried about it. Conley had some weird splits last year. Uh, he actually struggled against righties as well. I I don't know. Bryce Harper is good enough. So Conley last year had eleven starts, fifteen games, and was actually worse against lefties. I don't know that I buy that, but like his strikeout to walk ratio was three and a half to righties, but it was 1.29 against lefties. I don't know. He has skills. I agree. He'll be able to iron it out, but I don't think the lefty on lefty thing is going to be fine. I think, you know, some people might shy away. Bryce Harper is always facing a lefty. Mm-hmm. He'll be fine. So if, if, I had a cho- if I have a choice, like let's say I have enough money or enough under my salary cap to, to add, Trout or Harper, I think I'm getting Trout first. Sure. I'm fine with that. I'm They're just both on the table for me. Um, we're getting those out of the way, though. Who else are you thinking other than the bajillion dollar options? All right. Moving on to my, my cup stack against Ruby Del Rosa, Schwarber, and Hayward. Yes. Obvious yeah. guys. They're, Any lefties in that Cubs lineup could give De La Rosa a lot of trouble. I, I so. agree completely. Yeah. Yep. How about uh, Ace guys against Latos, Reddick or Billy Burns? I wrote down Reddick. I didn't write down Burns. Yeah. They'd both be fine, though. I mean, as much as you believe in them in general, sure. but they'd both be fine. Uh, how about your Mr. White Sox, Adam Eaton, getting Kendall Graveman, though? I have that written down. Yeah? You're yeah. okay with him, despite his boneheaded plays or whatever you said? He's probably going to do something stupid, but they don't take points away for doing stupid things in DFS, usually. No, luckily they don't. That'd be a fun category, though. Oh, They do not. He got picked off in the first Did he? the season. Oh boy, I missed that. Oh, uh, oh no, he did. It was Rich Hill, right? Yeah, he got hit by a pitch and got picked off like seconds later. Amazing, that's awesome. Ah, I'm so excited to watch more Rich Hill this year. Um, uh, how about any of these Yankees getting Mike Fires? I mentioned them earlier, but if you went Jacoby Ellsbury or Brett Gardner, or if you believe in Carlos Beltran, I'm not super on board. He homered on Wednesday, but uh, 
yeah, pick any Yankees you want. I feel like I'm all right with that. It's Yankee Stadium, and Mike Fires is not, I, I you know, to... not bad, but I think he has weaknesses. And I have a stack. I think fun. I like a bit better than the Yankee stack against Fires. Who? Which one? Uh, Dodgers versus PV. Yeah, I'm fine with that too. You see, Puig is banging the ball so far, hitting it really hard, and there's a lot of talent there. He's still young. He'll be fine for sure. Also. Yeah, Jock Peterson. I said before, I think he's somewhere between first and second half of last year. I think he'll be fine. Not a superstar, but it'll be it'll be productive for sure. Um, how about still in Yankee Stadium on the Astros side? Colby Rasmus, left-hander, getting Nate Eovaldi. Colby Rasmus, it's kind of a swing out of his shoes type guy, but he has power for sure. Uh, I like any of these lefties against Eovaldi. Yeah. I'm I'm in for picking against him. Right, I... um, right. Christian Yelich gets Tanner Roark. That's the left-handed outfielder for the Marlins that I like. Like it, be... like it a lot actually. Yeah, be able to collect some hits there. Mm-hmm. Hunter Pence, right-handed Giants outfielder, getting Alex Wood. Fine with that if you believe in picking on Alex Wood with righties. I have Adam Jones getting Phil Hughes. Uh, that's righty on righty, but that has never bothered Adam Jones. He has no. righties just fine. Uh, and again, it's pitch to contact a little bit in that park. Adam Jones can do stuff. Miguel Sano getting Ubaldo Jimenez. You got to be in, right? Miguel Sano versus, yeah, I, I'm in. Righty on righty, it doesn't matter. It, it's Ubaldo. If you'll pick on Ubaldo with Eduardo Escobar, you got to be fine with Miguel. I think you have to, yeah. Although I will yeah. not pick on him with Joe Maurer. Yeah, no, that's the thing. I look at the twins lineup, I'm like, I need a lefty. And I'm like, ugh. Oh, ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, can hit righties just fine, though. Not worried about it. Any other outfielders for you? No, it takes all my boxes. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. Those are all mine. Um, and then pitching is going to be fun today. Uh, it's so earlier in the week. It was opening day. They're all lined up. You saw the front, all the rotations. Now we're getting to the back of these rotations. Okay. And it's a little uglier, I would say. Honestly, if I'm, if I'm doing like an, like an early, if I have to, to pick two guys for, for like the early slate, like say like the, the two thirty five, the three thirty fives. I'm sure. Oh, I should say three thirty five and four forty five for those in the East coast. Yeah. I think it's probably Conley and Wood. I think they're the two obvious plays that I want. Yeah, but they're not exciting. You're you're not feeling great about it. It sounds like I'm not feeling great about any of these guys. I mean, I, mean, I guess you know, you know, Danny Salazar is probably the most talented. But I don't really want that yeah. matchup for him in Boston. I think Salazar has. I agree is the best pitcher on the board for the day, but it's going to cost you. He's at home and he gets the Red Sox. He's facing Joe Kelly. If you're hoping that Cleveland will score for him, but. I agree. That's uh, It's questionable. I like Alex Wood. I think Alex Wood will be okay. Um, I don't love the matchup against the Giants, but at least it is in San Francisco, which will help a little bit because what a tough place to hit. So, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I, I like Alex Wood. I'm kind of interested in him this year. For feeling crazy, you can go with Matt Latos. No. Uh, Matt not will not endorse Matt that. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm intrigued. I before I went with Matt Latos, and I wouldn't yeah. go with either. Uh, I like Ruby De La Rosa this year. Again, it's kind of a popular sleeper, but what a tough matchup. I mean, there's strikeouts to be had against the, the Cubs. last 40 minutes saying how all these Cubs are going to smash him. And... It's a tough day. I don't know. you got to shoot for the moon a little bit in DFS. Uh, there's strikeouts to be had there. I think the safe one, and we didn't pick any D-backs, it's John Lackey going to Arizona, right? He's the safest option on the board, yes, I think. I don't know that there's as much upside. I think the he's not going to rack up the strikeouts as well. De La Rosa has upside, and the Cubs will strike out, but he could also give up three homers. Uh, 
Lackey's the safe one. I like Lackey and Alex Wood as safe options. And I know we picked righties against them, but Derek Holland and Hector Santiago are both okay and don't have the worst matchups. Are the we, Angels don't really hit outside of Pujols and Trout and okay, maybe Crone. I'd say I'm doing like a 7.05 to 10.05. Yeah. Like Slate. I yeah. think Lackey and Santiago are the two obvious plays. Yeah. I, I don't... Derek Holland is a flawed player, has shown his potential. Mm-hmm. But again, that Angels lineup... Just, if you can get around Trout and Pujols, I'm not that scared of it as a lefty. So, I don't know. I feel like we're not this helpful on the pitching side, but it's a weird day, for sure. It's There's a lot of question marks. Um, my list is Salazar, Wood, Lackey, and Hollander, Santiago, I suppose. But I'm not really interested elsewhere. You don't want Conley going to the Nationals, do you? I do. You like that okay? Yeah, I do. It's it's uh, it scares me. I don't know. Um, all right, and then of all those bad pitchers we listed, turns out a lot of them are eligible for our contest. Okay. Believe it or not, a lot of these guys are not fifty percent owned. What a long list. Um, yeah, most of those bad guys we listed, you can take, including Charlie Morton and Robert Stevenson. But I don't think either of us are are leaning that way. Um, Conley is eligible, or Hollander Santiago. Um, Man, that's tough. Kendall Graveman gets the White Sox. Kendall Graveman has had potential, but I'm scared of Jimmy Rollins after talking about him so much. <laughs> you should uh, be. Uh, I think my pick is Hector Santiago. That's fine. I'm, I'm taking Conley. Okay, yeah. They're both fine. I like Derek Holland's matchup more against the Angels, but I like Santiago more as a pitcher, so I'm taking him. There's righty bats he has to be careful of, but I think he'll be okay. So, okay. Well, that about does it for our episode for Thursday. Matt, you got anything else before we get out of here? I, I really don't, no. Okay. Well, we're getting ready. We survived most of the first week. Um, Matt will not be back on Friday. I'll be broadcasting with Brad. I mentioned this uh, on Monday, but we're doing a live broadcast on Friday morning at 8 a.m. West Coast time, 11 a.m. East Coast time. Uh, there'll be webcams, it's Google Hangouts on air, and you get to watch us record the podcast live. And then there'll be an interactive chat so that uh, through Twitter, you can ask questions and we can respond to them in the podcast. Oh, if you're not interested in participating, the podcast will come out as normal. It'll come out more middle of the day, Friday, instead of Friday morning. Mm-hmm. But you can just listen audio-wise, as you always would. Um, but if you want to get involved in this, uh, 8 a.m. West Coast, 11 a.m. East Coast, uh, check my Twitter, Higgins FOS. I'll have the link up. I'll put it on Rotographs, but you can watch as we record it uh, and you can interact. I think it'll be fun. It's something we're trying out. And uh, Paul Sporer will be joining me and Brad is our first guest. Oh, really? On Friday. Yeah, Paul's coming in. Wow. I'm going to try and get a new guest every week. Oh. And so we're having Paul on the first week. I think we're going to try and do a DraftKings contest. He's been doing them. Paul's been running them on Twitter, so he might like integrate that into the chat. I don't know. It's our, our first one, and we're trying it out, but it should be really cool. So if you're a fan of Field of Streams and you want to kind of see uh, how how the burger's made, I suppose, you can watch us record through uh, through webcams. And then, um, yeah, and if you don't care, it'll go up as normal and it won't matter. But that'll be on Friday morning. Uh, keep uh, an eye on Twitter for that. Again, I'm at Higgins FOS. I'll be tweeting about that. Matt is on Twitter at Matt D underscore DFS. Matt, I wish you could join us, but again, you got a day job, and we're going to record during the day. I do, and yeah. I've got to tend to do this week. So, Next time you're not working on Friday morning, though, you'll be joining us for that. It'll be fun. 
Next or, to a we talked about you getting your own office at work. We'll just. Oh, that's not going to happen. No, 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 it's not going to happen. Oh, well, that would be fun anyway. We'll I'm, figure I'm, it out. I'm, Sometime you're getting in one of our Friday shows. But uh, I, yeah, I, I'll be back. Really, I, I knew there were, our, our company is moving to a larger quarters. I knew there were offices, but at yeah. no point was I ever hopeful of getting one. It was. Oh, it would have been nice. Would have yeah. been nice. I, yeah. Actually would. Um, we also, I just realized we got to get some of our DFS picks up for, uh, for the weekend too. Cause our weird schedule, we don't have Friday, Saturday, Sunday, mm-hmm. but you and I'll figure that out. I'll put it up in the post for Friday or so, or we'll tweet them out, but we'll make sure to agree before they go up. So right. we'll do that. We'll get that straightened out because making our contest picks is important to you and I, if nobody else. Uh, so we'll, we'll get that ironed out again, first week, new schedule, but, uh, yeah, like to hear from you guys on Twitter. If you have uh, any feedback, uh, it's been helpful. It does shape the show. And you know, we, we like, heard from some of our friends from last year. I know, I know uh, Sean under, underscore Rosales is at the Twitter yes. handle. Yes, uh, he's back. He's, he's been hitting himself. You know, he, he's a great guy. I'm actually doing a league with him. He invited me to a, a, a fans of Fangraphs league, and I was a, oh nice. Yeah, yeah. He, he invited me, so we're, we're playing in that. And it's a unique format, a bit more you know saber edge to it than. Uh, than you know standard format, but it's 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 been fun so far. You know we're only three games into the season, but even so, it's been fun. That's cool. Also, shout out to Chris Jackson, who's an active tweeter and listener, and yes, he appreciate the feedback. He was the one that recommended that we define the the slates a little more concretely, and, and that's that's good feedback. Yeah, so. we'll 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 make more of an effort to do that. I mean, you know, today was you know we we, we I think we we did a bit better today, but I think there's still room for improvement there. So. Yeah. We, we get good feedback. We like our listeners. So anyway, we're very reachable on Twitter. Thanks for hauling at us. Yeah, uh, we have, we have, you guys are. Yeah, we have. That's why we do it for sure. So, all right. For Matt, I'm Dylan. We're out of here. I will see you guys on Friday morning. Matt and I will be back on Monday. Uh, good luck in, with your slates and we'll talk to you then. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit Fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.